How are we doing, guys? This is Pack Center. I am your host, Austin Paschke. We're going to be doing something a little different today. We were able to sit down with Coach Amanda Levins a couple weeks ago. Coach Amanda Levins is obviously the head coach of the women's basketball team, and we were able to pick her brain about how the team's feeling and how the team is going to stack up against other Mountain West teams heading into the season. It's a really good interview, guys, and you guys should stick around. Coach Levins, thank you so much again for meeting with us, sitting down with us. I know the season's just beginning, we're about 22 days away, but you guys have been busy in the lab, yes. getting to work. Um, how's the team feeling going into the season? Yeah, I think they're really excited. Um, we have a lot of new pieces on our team this year. We have eight new players. And this summer we were able to take that international trip to Spain, so we had additional practice days and we already have a little bit of game experience together. And um, obviously that trip really helped us grow our relationships off the court as well. And so I think they're just excited and I think they're gaining confidence as practice is going on with just understanding our system offensively and defensively. Um, so I think they're ready. You know, they'd be ready to play tomorrow if we, if we could. Yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, first season you went 19 and 17 as head coach, and then last season 12 and 19, playing some big power five schools though. Uh, what do you guys look to improve on this season, kind of bouncing back? I think just being more consistent, and that starts in practice, and that was kind of our thinking with the way that we recruited as a staff. We were really young last year. Of our 10 scholarship players, five were freshmen, and then we had a transfer, so six of the 10 were new. Um, and going into this season, we would have had eight underclassmen and only one returning upperclassman, so we recruited four transfers who are upperclassmen. So I think that their experience already playing college basketball will help us be more consistent and also it just kind of raises the level of everybody in practice it's really competitive and so I think if we can be consistent day in day out then you're going to be consistent in games and be very competitive yeah yeah you guys you said you have a lot of young players you have a lot of new transfer players um, for the fans that are listening what uh, what are some names that we should be looking forward to this year yeah you know it's funny because there's just a lot obviously with the new players Marguerite Effa is a transfer from USC and she's 6'3 and just big and strong and athletic and uh, she's just can do some things that you're just she can play at the rim at, at times and so that's really exciting and then um, the three junior college transfers that we brought in are all guards um, so JJ Nakai from uh, Arizona she shot you know over 40 percent from the three-point line in both years at junior college and she hit 151 threes which is a lot and that was something that we struggled with last year was three-point shooting and so that was a big reason why we wanted her here and then Mickey Alla uh, Mayo from Hawaii she went to Salt Lake Community College you're going to see her play a lot of point guard for us this year and again that was a position we filled by committee last year and that will free up Essence Booker to play more of like a combo guard where I feel like she's best where she could play some point guard but also be a great scorer at the two um, and then uh, Nia Alexander is a transfer from USF, so she graduated in three years with a degree, and she's getting her MBA here at Nevada. So you just really respect how well she did academically to yeah, be able yeah. to do that in three years. But she'll play some three, four for us. She's really athletic. She's a great passer, um, and she's one of our best leaders. She's really vocal and has a lot of great positive energy. Um, and then the three freshmen, you know, Dominique Phillips from Arizona and Allie Jimenez from Colorado, and then Janae Williams, all of them I think will play a big 
big role for us as freshmen. They were all very good high school players, and they've been extremely consistent for freshmen in their class. And um, we've been very pleased with them. And the last person I didn't mention was uh, LaPresia Johnson. She played at Cochise a Junior College in uh, Arizona, and she's an, a very athletic defender. And she's somebody that we wanted to bring in because she loves defense. And so not everybody can be a great scorer. And so her, she's fine with just like, you know, she gets open shots great, but she wants to guard the other team's, you know, best offensive mm -hmm. perimeter player. Definitely. And then speaking of the fans of the community, what does it mean to this team to have, um, especially as the community's grown so much mm -hmm. over the past like three years even, uh, what does it mean for this team to have the community behind them every game? Well, we tell them all in recruiting what an amazing community Northern Nevada is. Everywhere you go, you see Nevada. They know that the girls are on the team. They know like who our coaching staff is. And it's exciting to kind of be a prominent figure in the community and people really care that you do well. And when they come out to Lawler and create that home court advantage for us, I know it gives us energy at times when maybe the energy is low. Um, but just the way that we're supported, we're so appreciative. And I think, you know, as, as we continue to get better as a program, I think that our support will continue to grow. And I think people that watch us play will enjoy watching the brand of basketball that we play you know our teams I feel like they're gonna play hard they're gonna play for each other they're gonna play as a team um, and we just it we play fast and we play really aggressive and so it's fun it's fun yeah. to watch it's it's a good environment in our games definitely so you talked about the Spain trip already a little mm -hmm. bit but kind of emphasize more of it looks like you guys had a lot of fun doing a lot of different uh, fun activities so how was that kind of overall for like team morale and um, even practicing and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, the the trip went better than I could have ever anticipated. Um, the, the travel was good, the food was good, the competition was good, um, the touring and the architecture and just seeing Spain like day in day out for eight days was amazing and I think it even surpassed what the girls were expecting in terms of like the international experience. So that, that was just... I, yeah, I'm so appreciative and thankful that we were able to take that trip, and I know they've made lifelong memories um, from that trip. But, you know, off the court, we changed the rooming list every single city, so they spent different time with different people. We had some time together on the bus. Um, we did a lot of, like, fun stuff, too, and so um, it just allowed a lot of off-the-court time together where they could learn more about each other as people and grow their relationships beyond basketball. And then here in the, su in the summer with the 10 additional practice days, you know, we spent more time together there. We were able to together in practice and able to watch more film and um, the summer was a little bit longer for them so just the amount of time together you know I think will will benefit us definitely. definitely and then in your opinion for like I know we talk about it a lot on the podcast like team around stuff mm -hmm. like that in your opinion how important to that is that to a team on the court when they're playing oh everything you know I'm a huge believer in a team happy people perform better than mm -hmm. unhappy people exactly. and teams that have more fun and have more enthusiasm they just are going to enjoy the experience a lot more and so for us we you know we're really demanding in terms of how hard they work and the effort and energy that they bring but at the end of the day we want them to really enjoy this experience and have a lot of fun and 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 so I think, you know, the team morale is huge. And so we've really got, I think, at this point in our season, our preseason, we've gotten them to understand that hard, working hard is fun. And that's, you know, part of the process, too, and, like, having great deep relationships with your teammates. These are people that in five, ten years, like, they're going to be at each other's weddings yeah. and things like that. We talk about that. Like, you know, you guys are going to have kids someday, and, you know, this person might be their godparent. These relationships 
they're making like lasting friends that are going to be with them the rest of their lives. Exactly. And then you guys, you obviously did way more than just sightsee in Spain. You mm -hmm. guys played some really good talent. And yeah. You guys did fairly well against that talent. Yeah. Um, what did it mean to play against you know professional teams over there and get those uh, get the players ready for the season? Yeah. Well, we had some people that you know we were really good individually over there that we had to try to match up with and defend. And um, what we did as a coaching staff is we tried to start different people every game and have different people on the floor at the end of every game. And all of our games were close, so people got great experience in different in different capacities over there so um, that was good I don't I didn't feel like we were a very cohesive team yet in Spain we were still figuring a lot of things out like what should I do in this moment or if you're a better shooter than me maybe I shouldn't shoot this shot so like that was, that was helpful for us to like sift through some roles that need to be established and um, they've helped us now in season because I think it had we not had that trip we would be working this stuff out at the end of November versus working it out in August September Okay, so looking at the season, you guys played back-to-back Pac-12 teams with Utah December 14th and then USC December 20th. What are you guys kind of looking for in those games that are trying to look uh, to get out of the girls, especially early in the season? Yeah, well, for us, I mean, we schedule teams that we feel like we can compete against, you know, in Utah last year and USC. Um, I didn't think we played very well in either of those games, but those are those are games that you want to schedule. And from a recruiting standpoint, like, you, you want people on your schedule that people want to play against. And so for us, I mean, we're going to go in those games prepared and, like, believe that we can win. You know what I mean? And I don't people talk about moral victories are going and being competitive but for us to get where we want to go which is a team that consistently competes for conference championships and plays in the postseason tournament whether that's a WNIT WBI or NCAA tournament like you need to schedule and beat some of those teams and so for us we want to go show up and you know do our best and see what happens definitely uh, this year marks the 100th year of women's sports here in Nevada mm -hmm. you posted a picture on Twitter of you at the uh, dinner and mm -hmm. it looked like a lot of fun but yeah more like on a serious note like what does that dinner in that a uh, hall flame all-female class mean to yeah. uh, current female athletes here? I just think, number one, from the Nevada administration, it shows that their commitment to women's athletics, which I think is awesome. Um, the second thing, if you looked at the picture at our table, we had so many different decades represented of people that played in Nevada. We had people from like the 60s, 70s, 90s, you know, early 2000s, and so that our table and the stories that they shared was like incredible. All of the different um, experiences that they had here in Reno. Um, and also, I'd love to have those uh, former athletes come back and talk to our players because if you talk to someone who played at Nevada in the 60s or 70s compared to people that play at Nevada today, their experience is very different. And the people that played um, a, a long time ago are so appreciative of the opportunity to have played. But if they played multiple sports, I've heard stories of they had one uniform for softball and basketball and volleyball. And so, you know, nowadays play, teams have six to eight uniforms. And so I think it's great for our, our players to hear those experiences because it's important that they appreciate what they have. And without those people going through those experiences, we would not be where we are today. Exactly, yeah. Um, you kind of touched on transfer players, but was that kind of a big um, point of emphasis in the off season to bring a lot of transfer players in because we were so young and yes. had a young team? Yes, it was. We wanted some upperclassmen that had played college basketball that could come in and help us. And we wanted players from winning programs. And all of our junior college players played at Nationals last year. Two of them were All-Americans. Like, we wanted players that, un like, really wanted to be the best and also just understood what it took to win. Definitely. So the impact transfers, as we've been talking about, uh, they're paired with a group of, well now sophomores, that they played a lot last year. Yeah. Like 35%, I think, of playing time was well, freshmen last year. Mm -hmm. What did that playing time last year kind of do for their 
confidence and just playing overall playing ability for this year yeah well I don't know that they always had a lot of success consistently that class they were in a lot of um game experiences that I hope will help correlate to wins later and different different players were at the court on the court at different times um and so I think initially what it did was it created like buy-in like I this is my team and I want to help Bata um and then we bring the transfers in and they're thinking the same thing and all of a sudden there's a lot of competition and there's only 200 minutes and it's like it it has helped raise the level of everybody around each other I'll tell you that so last year you helped develop two all-conference players in uh, Jade Redmond and Trey Briggs. Um, mm -hmm. What did you kind of see from them in practice and games last season uh, that you knew they would kind of be something special? Yeah, they're just both so consistent. I, every day, you know, they show up and they just never had a bad practice, you know. And I think for Tere, she really bought into the strength and conditioning aspect the summer before her senior year. And she actually said one time, I wish I had understood the importance of this sooner. And so we asked those types of players to tell our team that story it's mm -hmm. like don't wait mm -hmm. do it now you know and Trey just went to Sweden to play professionally yeah. which is so awesome and that was a goal of hers and as a coaching staff we're just so proud that we're you know part of her journey to get to that point definitely getting down to the end now you guys have a lot of different training techniques that we've seen on Twitter <laughs> you guys have like flag football and yeah. yoga um, there was pickleball I yeah. think you guys played and yeah. then you guys even went horseback riding like there's just a lot of yeah um, different training that you guys have done and um, so what does that all do kind of to the overall team uh, yeah in general? so we try to do what's called fun Friday okay. as much as possible and if we work out in, in practice we do like a lot of fundamentals on Friday we're like we put the fun in fundamentals I don't know if the girls think that's fun or not but <laughs> um, but we want to give them different experiences that maybe they've never had the opportunity to have we had several girls that day who are like I've never been on a horse and so it's like you know we want to give them an education in and of itself and anything that we can provide and what's amazing about our community is we have so many supporters with different types of talents and um, we have two of our season ticket holders actually own the equestrian place and they do riding lessons so people want to help they want to help educate our players and um, it's so cool we went golfing last year we had players that had never been on a golf course and so for them like maybe they could be really good at golf if they were ever introduced to it so we want to just give them the opportunity to experience things that they maybe never would have and then also have fun and so pickleball we did a tournament every Everybody's so competitive, but yeah. I think you know when they're done playing, people would, on our team would maybe go play pickleball. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. And then last question: In your own personal opinion, what does a successful season look like to you? For me, I think it's just getting the most out of our team, and I think you know with our team. Our goal this year would be to finish in the top five of the Mountain West and have a bye in the first round. And I'm not sure that the program's ever done that since they've been in the Mountain West, I think maybe once. Um, but to me, I just want to get better every year. And I think we have the pieces to do that, but it's a matter of staying healthy, being consistent, and continuing to get better. But I think both years that we've been here so far, we've been really competitive and we've been in a lot of close games. We don't always, hadn't always come out on top. And last year, you know, we lost a lot of close games. So I think it's important that we go into conference with a winning record because when you go in with a losing record, it's really tough to overcome that and expect to have a winning record in a conference as good as the Mountain West and then play in a postseason tournament. So um, I think a winning record in the preseason, a top five finish in the Mountain West, and hopefully a postseason tournament at the end of the season would be, you know, I would love to, all of those things to happen. Yeah, exactly. awesome. yeah. Thank you so much, yeah. Coach, for meeting right. with us. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to the Coach Amanda Levin's interview, and make sure you guys pay close attention to both men's and women's basketball for this upcoming season. And like always, you guys can catch the regular Pack Center Sports episodes Monday and Friday of each and every week. Thank you guys so much for listening, and let's go Pack!